What's up, guys? Today is Wednesday, September 7th. A little bit on the lighter side in the stew. Uh, we got myself, Nikki Q, and Eli. Eli is the guest producer today. He has produced a previous episode, if you guys remember. But Ralph and Jared are on PTO. Poops. So they are currently out of office. They have their away messages sent. Uh, they're out of office. Automatic replies on. They are not here. You don't but, get email on the toilet. But we do have a, a strong core here right now. Um, starting with office talk, uh, where we always start before a lot of football, uh, last podcast to come out before the uh, season, but office talk, I know Nikki Q has, uh, some things to say. Turn, turn the season, baby. Oh, fire me up. You know, we we're miss, so back. We, we miss Jared. He's had a stomach ache for like three days. Poops. Um, tells us every morning, afternoon, evening, his poor toilet, dude. I know. Working right? OT. Just like Drake said, there's no love when you go OT, especially when you're Jared's toilet. OT, OT. Yeah, turn the seasons, guys. I mean, like, we just saw a, a massive temperature drop in, like, three fucking days. Coming from um, Texas made it feel way more that, extreme, That, too. too, yeah. And Texas was humid as hell. It's like um, 100 degrees down there. every day. Um, the thing I hate about this time, I do love the fall. It's my favorite season, and I feel like... The sun moving in different directions at different times of day, kind of locked down a little bit. But uh, besides that, besides it being my favorite season, my hatred for fall is trying to adjust to the school bus schedules while you're driving all the time uh, in the morning and then in the afternoon. There's nothing worse than going to work, right? Let's say you get in 8, 8.30 for corporate people because I feel like most jobs are like 9 to 5. Um, I've always had to go in at like 8 or 8.30. Getting behind a school bus while it's like 7.15. Absolute worst. 30 fucking stops on the way to your job. So your 20 to 40 minute commute turns into minimum hour. Just watching these little five-year-olds, the future of your nation, those little fucking dipshit assholes that you see all the time. Right, like we were just walking on the sidewalk, and this kid was leaving school, and uh, you know, the other day he told Connor he was broke. This kid doesn't even work. I mean, he's like eleven years old. These are the guys that we're waiting for on the school bus at seven twenty in the morning, <laughs> bullying Connor. Um, the thing that gets me tight about that though is instead of consolidating a stop, they'll have like ten different stops every. 10 feet instead of making on, just on one the, big stop on the same street, man. Yeah. And, and like we all work at ADP dude. This whole area can show up at work 10 minutes later. Yeah. And I don't know, man, like I dating a couple teachers and, and learning about common core, uh, low, uh, low expectations for the future. So, I mean, I'm wasting my time trying to pay my taxes to fuel this school system and I don't have any hope for them. So, and every single stop, it's just congrats on the sex. Man. Yeah, and gas. You pri- know what I mean. And gas prices are all time high, dude. So I mean, like you stop, stop, go, stop, go. It's just waste more gas. So, okay, Nick. An- another <laughs> thing you want to complain about? <laughs> I got a lot of complaints, man. Let's I'm, hear them. I'm not a happy person. Uh, Eli was w- with me on this one, so I recently moved. And we had to switch over the Wi-Fi. So, Eli, chime in whenever you want. (laughs) This woman (laughs) – I called a couple days earlier to figure out the best way to go about, like, transferring 
the account because you know wi-fi utility goes under social security they're weird um this guy's like yeah it's very straightforward we just change like the last two numbers of the of the uh, account number and then we add the person it's very quick this woman man we get i get on the phone i just explain the situation she's like that's not how you do it i was like well, that's what I was told. So, and she's like, "Well, you got to do this, 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 this." And this. Getting like a real fucking Karen-y immediately right off the bat. And then, she was mad at Nick. Yeah, because I was just like, "I'm trying to do something." She's like, "We haven't done that in two years." And I was just like, "Oh, well, I, I, I didn't know. I mean, I set this up like four years ago, and I haven't called a Wi-Fi company since." Um. So yeah, she's just like getting real Karen-y. She's like, I can't believe – basically her tone was, I can't believe you don't know how this works. Um, and then uh, Yeah, she was whack. But then I was like, it was my turn to talk. And I was like, all right, bet. Like I had a long day too. Like we can, we can joust on some House of Dragons. The, the thing that pissed me off was she's like being stupid, doesn't even know the prices of her packages, like gives the wrong prices on everything. Goes on hold, comes back. She's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, haha. I'm so I'm such a, a klutz. Like it's been such a long week, woman. It is Wednesday, and you had Monday off. It has not been a long week. It's been two days. You're a day and a half in, not even. But um, yeah, yeah, it wasn't long. Um, it wasn't long at all. And she low key was like roasting us for not calling our. All right, so here's like our PSA. This is it, everything's about learning something, right, Frank? You want to grow from a situation? Of course. Call your Wi-Fi company once a year because apparently their contracts all have a, like a clause in them that if you're one year in, they just start jacking you, right? They start hiking your rates, bro. You can transfer it to a roommate and it's a new person account and get a new person promotion. So Ooh. all y'all houses at 3, 4, 11 up in New York, you guys splitting that 700 square feet and sleeping on top of each other like the sardines I used to eat. My grandfather, mm-hmm. Italian, call him in. Every, just change it to a new roommate, and you're saving money, bro. And you know what you can use that money on? Beer and football. So that's what you should 100%. do. 100%. Yes. Emphasis on the beer. Emphasis on the football. Beer of the week. We got burst. Uh, courtesy of Eli. He picked it up earlier. Ooh, love that sound. Uh, okay, so burst from McKellar Brewing. San Diego, Brooding Can by McKellar, San Diego, California. Mm. Uh, nine, 5.9%. It's your typical West Coast style IPA. Uh, and it's, it's pretty, it's pretty good. I haven't had a West Coast IPA in a long time. Um, the can, not a fan of the can. I feel like there's just too much going on. Yo, but I just reasoned with it. Look in the top left. That's what the scenario was. And then I it burst in his face. Yeah. Like Harry yeah. Styles on that actor that they claim. But continue. I'm, <clears throat> I'm guessing these two guys on the can are like their logo because they are again in the logo up top. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good beer so far. 5.9%. Uh, let's give her a go. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm liking it. And I got a fun fact about this beer when we go around the horn. Okay. <clears throat> it's your West Coast style. So, you know, it's, it's a little... Um, on the hoppier side, um, a little more, uh, <clears throat> I can't explain it, but it kind of sounds like it, it kind of tastes like if a hop grew from a cactus. It's like the hops are awake. It's like they're like woke sense. hops. That's a, yeah, that's what it kind of tastes like for me. 5.9% though. I mean, it's a pretty good solid IPA. Uh, nothing to go home about though. You know, nothing special. So I'm going to go with a uh, 6.2. 
6.2. Uh, Nikki Q, what do you got? I uh, do love me some West Coast IPAs, even though East Coast over West Coast any day of the week. I feel like this uh, this beer should be a lot stronger with its uh, percentages than what it actually tastes like. So that's kind of a negative in my mind. Um, I am going to go a little higher than you, Frank, just because I, I love these types of beers. I'm going to do 6.8. Uh, very, uh, very middle of the pack. Um, I just feel like my, my biases on, on West Coast made it higher, so... Yeah, this one, um, this, this beer feels like when your uncle, you know, you're, you're, you're one of the younger in the family, not that, but he gives you some yard work, right? You gotta, you're trying to earn something, bro. You get a little yard work from a family member. I don't know. I grew up in capitalism. I don't know about you guys, but you get some yard work and you do like extensive work and you don't get a lot of dollars for it. That's what this beer feels like. It's like a lot of burn and I'm, I'm not getting the percentages. I'm more of a seven. Seven range, get rid of my demons. So a five point nine, I got to double down. Too much work. I'm gonna go with like, like a five point five. And a fun fact, I got this four pack for less than four dollars. Ooh, your uh, your uncle ever take you out to the shed while you're doing yard work? Or no, we didn't have a shed. We had a lot of grapevines though. Brutal. Yeah, talk about bargain hunting for beer though. Love that, Eli. And what goes very well with beer, our next topic, sports. Oh, Are yeah, you sports. ready for some football? <laughs> it's back. Dude, I've missed it more than anything we in will, my life. We will not go another weekend. Um, well, this happened last week, but regardless, another weekend without football until the end of February. Oh. I love those oh. videos that these girls are putting up. Oh. They're, they're playing like the, uh, the NFL, oh. the NFL theme songs and the guys just start sprinting into the room. I'm so Fuck, down. That's yeah, kind of fucked, though. It is fucked, but like, yeah, but he should not. I respect it. Okay, but what the, is he running for? Conditioning, dude. That's Pavlov's okay, dogs, right okay. there. Okay, actually, you know what? Though I see a lot of stuff here. Before we get into all of football, because we're just going to be straight football, we got to talk about our guy, Aaron Judge. All rise. Just hit his 55th home run today. And please uh, put that in perspective for anyone listening that doesn't, you know, they see the numbers go up for Judge, but they don't really know what they mean. Like, just give us, like, a baseball fan's understanding of what Judge is doing right now. Okay, so uh, the all-time record is 73 home runs in a single season by Barry Bonds in the year 2001. Uh, so, steroids. So the top guys here, you know, have connections to steroids, right? So uh, Barry Bonds hit 73 in a year. Mark McGuire hit 70. Sammy Sosa hit 66. Mark McGuire hit 65. Sammy Sosa 64. Sammy Sosa 63. The next non-steroid user, and uh, real quick though, <clears throat> I do think Barry, Bo- Barry Bonds belongs in the Hall of Fame, not taking anything away from him, but the next non-steroid user on this list is another Yankee, mm-hmm. Roger Marish. In the year 1961, he did break Babe Ruth's single-season home run record of 60 by hitting his 61st home run. So right now, uh, Judge is at 55, and there's – essentially a full month left. So he has to get to 62 home runs to not only uh, break Roger Maris's Yankee record, but have the all-time home run record by a non-steroid uh, user. And, I mean, you know, who knows? Aaron Judge, there's still a lot of time for uh, reports to come out. But as of right now, Aaron Judge has never used a steroid in his life. I mean, Hopefully. he's 6'7". He's I don't think he needs a steroid. He's a walking steroid. <clears throat> 
so yeah, just uh, just putting that in perspective. Um, and and that's it. The Yanks are currently going into extra innings with the Twins. So every day bro. that home run didn't you know uh, didn't really help that much compared to the rest of the game. But he has hit fifty five yeah. at this point. In time. Don't pay him though, right? Um, yeah, don't pay him. Buy a soccer team. Don't oh pay him. That's God. what Jerry would I, say. If he I was got here. an ESPN update that says they'll be very generous in his contract negotiation. Motherfucker, pay him. Pay him. He's no carrying shit. you. <clears throat> they fucked up paying him not. They fucked up not paying him before this season, and now they got to pay even more. Yeah. That's a Yankee problem, and they need to do it, or else people will riot. I think. Um, so moving on to the biggest event this weekend: NFL football. Fire we'll, me up. Uh, we'll start with some fantasy. Um, how are you guys' drafts going? How many leagues are you in? You want to start, Nikki Q, just real quick? Yeah, I'm just in two this year. Uh, I dropped out of another one because nobody really did anything about it. Uh, my first draft, I feel very confident. It was only a 10-person league, and I was uh, a pretty higher pick. But our uh, lunch beers league or beer league, I was 11th pick, man, and I was just not having a good time during that. Uh, I, I feel that running backs are a key position, and by the time I hit 11th, I was just like, wow, everyone is gone. Um, so I really struggled trying to find value players. I definitely need to make one or two trades uh, to, to fill fill my gaps, but I, I ended up just doubling up on, on teammates. So like Burrow, Mixon, and stuff, like very contradicting contradictory players. Uh, so I gotta switch it up a little bit. I'm not happy, but this is what it is. All right, Eli, what about you? Yeah, I'm running three leagues again this year. I ran it th- three last year. I had no banners flying, but I was top three in all three. So I was rocking a, th- a rocking a three or a two in each league. Not ideal. I'd rather win one and lose the other two, but it is what it is. I'm pretty comfortable with my my teams this year. I really like my draft strategy. Um, just quarterback and running back wise, two or three got Taylor and the thirds got Henry because that's my guy from last year, as you guys remember. And then my three quarterbacks are Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, and Lamar Jackson. And I'm rocking Andrews and Kittle on both. You know what I mean? So, like, I think it's a great year for wide receivers. I think there's a lot of value. I'm drafting dudes in the 300 ranks on ESPN in my draft because the wideouts are just there this year. So that's the spot to take a stab. And that's, that's what I'm going with. So I'm running running back core, and we're going to hope that our wide receiver core can pan out. Perfect. Um, so moving forward, we will have our Fantasy Fuckboy recap with Eli I cannot every week. wait. Dude, I miss <laughs> this so much. I'm so I, fired up. So uh, we'll have that moving forward but for the beer league only, of course, not every league. But uh, it's usually a good time. Uh, beer league is going to be great this year. Lunch beers uh, to the moon. So, uh, so yeah, we got that going on. Um, real quick. Predictions for our favorite teams. Eli, if you want to kick that off. Yeah. Um, I've, I've said it a handful of times. Obviously, like, I'm not ecstatic about Wentz. It's not as exciting. What it is, it's, it's a band aid that might be stuck a little too hard when you go to take it off in the shower and it rips all your hair out three years down the road. I can totally see him being one of those guys, but I'm hoping Ron Rivera as a vet coach can kind of give Carson Wentz a Peyton Manning football style. The main thing I really want to see, as contradictory as it is, is I want to see Carson Wentz throw the ball out of bounds when a play does not work. Like, I want to see that type of growth this year before I can believe in anything. I'm excited to see the Lehigh Valley product and Jahan Dotson out of Nazareth. That's going to be awesome. I'm excited to see Robinson come back in the squad. But 
you know, I got to start getting some new gear, man. We're the commandos now, and your boy's not wearing underwear on Sundays. So how, how never. Many, get how, some gear. How many times do you think you got to buy a new jersey? Dude, it's just not really exciting. You think you think you're actually going to stick with this name? You know what bothers me, though, is that I went on today to look at jerseys, and the number one they were selling was a Sean Taylor Commander's jersey. Ugh. Ugh. And I hate how ingenuine that is because I'm sorry – like, I'm wearing my Sean Taylor jersey. There's nothing on that jersey that's going to offend anybody. He's my favorite player, and he fell de- defending his family. You want to yell at me on Twitter? Go for it. I'm wearing my Sean Taylor jersey that I've had my whole life. That just doesn't seem right. They made a jersey with the Commander logo name on it with Sean Taylor. I feel like it's at that right. point, like, Disrespect. yeah, I get it, throwbacks or whatever, but, like, you just can't, like – when you change the name, you just can't. Like, that should be illegal. It made me mad. Um, any quick thoughts on the Giants, Nick? Um, <laughs> I feel like they're going to be my Atlanta Falcons from last year where they just get these ridiculous spreads and they can – they're the best of the shitty teams. They're the best shit of all the shit. So whenever they're playing bottom of the Best barrel shit teams, of all the shit. Got it. absolutely. Whenever whenever they're playing bottom of the barrel teams, like I don't know, Houston or something like that, I'm taking them. But other than that, I, I feel like they'll get like six wins, seven wins. But I'm just hoping, like you said the other week, Frank, that it's a lot more competitive. We're seeing only like one tutty games with uh, with the difference in scoring. I just want to see this team come. Together and I actually saw Slayton took over a fifty percent pay cut. That'll to, fix it <laughs> to help get OBJ back in the lineup. Nobody's thinking that, but I'm thinking that. Okay, I'm gonna quickly run through the schedule and give you if they win or lose off the dome. Uh, Giants, Titans, L, zero and one. Uh, Panthers, Giants, one and one. Cowboys, Giants, one and two. Bears, Giants, two and two. Giants, Packers, two and three. Ravens, Giants, two and four. Giants, Jaguars, uh, three and four. Uh, Giants, Seahawks, four and four. Uh, Giants, Texans, five and four. Winning record. Giants, Lions, six and four. Giants, Cowboys, six and five. Commanders, Giants, seven and five. Uh, Eagles, Giants, uh, seven and six. Giants, Commanders, seven and seven. Uh, Giants, Vikings, seven and eight. Colts, Giants, uh, I think I did the that's math a, wrong. Seven. Seven and nine. Yeah, seven and nine. No, I did it right. Giants, Eagles, seven and ten. Yeah, 17 weeks. I feel that. So that's what I think. I think they, uh, get swept by the Eagles, split with the Commanders, get swept by the Cowboys, and we end with a seven and ten record. Uh, All right. There we go. That's it. That's the Giants season. You don't even have to watch this year. You don't have to watch any Giants games because I just told you exactly what's going to happen. Thank God. <laughs> I have a crazy stein- Giants stat real quick for you guys. That's insane. Unfathomable to think this is real. At no point, okay, at no point in the last five years, the Giants have had a winning record. And I'm not talking about finishing the season with the winning, re- winning record. I'm talking it's about like mid-season, one. One, one no. I'm talking about two and one. I'm talking about three and two. I'm talking about four and three. At no point in the last five years, the Giants have had a winning record. Let that sink in. Wow. Moving on to our marquee matchups that the boys want to talk about. Rams-Bills tomorrow, first game of the year. Dude, give me some football. What a game to start. How I mean, often do you see a bad game? 
thank the gods, the scheduling gods, oh, for this matchup. Week some one. Weird dude in a room with too many screens. More screens than he's talked to people in the last week, named like Jim Bob, and he just hooked up all of America. I mean, you can't ask for a better matchup. You have the defending Super Bowl champions versus the team who lost in the AFC Championship, oh. who many think would have beat the Rams if they did make the Super Bowl. How do you not watch it at a bar? Um, Dude, how do you not go to pitchers for this first NFL game? So the Bills are the odds-on favorite to win this year's Super Bowl, and they are favorites in this game. Two-and-a-half-point favorites as of right now is the, is the consensus. Um, it's, in, it's in Cali, though. This game is in California, so it's going to be an away game for the Bills. But... From what I'm seeing on social media, Bills Mafia is traveling squad deep. Love that. They are all out oh, yeah. traveling I'm, to Cali for this game. I want to break so many teams. Dude, um, do you think you got under, tables in Cali, bro? Over under is 52 points. Hopefully we see a firework show from these two teams. What do you guys think is going to happen? There's not going to be a working table within 50 miles of the stadium. That's all I'm saying. And I'm fired um, up. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Whoa! Whoa! In, in my, Whoa! What'd you just say? Honest oh opinion. God. Oh I, my god! I don't bro. think it's going to be what the, the fuck? big shootout that everyone thinks it is, and everyone's Ooh, gonna listen. This man. Everyone's gonna bet up the over right before the game, and I'm gonna swing in and take a little under bet. Nah, um, fuck that. You're you're damn right we're going to bet the over because that's what we do for the first game of the year on Thursday I'm, Night Football. I mean, I respect <sighs> Dude, it, but yeah. I don't know, man. You got to go against the grain. I am the casino. Dude. Ah, oh, no, boo shot. this man. Ooh, you are guys. not a man of the people like me and Eli are, yeah. obviously. Yeah, we're the good guys. Frank, good guy. What do you what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. What do you see? Now, I do, I do know it is kind of – it's annoying. It really is that everyone's picking the Bills, especially when it's Super Bowl because I just – the, the most overhyped team never wins, and I really, really, really want the Bills to do well and win a Super Bowl. So I'm sticking with that. I know everyone else is on it, but I don't care. Bills Mafia, put me through a table right now. I do hope they win, um, but it's going to be tough, man. You know, as Nikki Q said, I think the smarter bet is, is obviously the Rams, but in these games, I don't give a fuck. Give me the Bills by 100 points in the over. Ooh. I think that's what's going to happen. My guy's a hero, and you honestly love to see it because there's nothing you want to see more on a Thursday night than an absolute UFC match Parm on the burner, field. Baby. And, dude, I'm a firm believer that it takes a lot longer to dial in a defense than it does an offense. One is a response to the other. If one starts to execute, the next has to then figure it out and respond to it. So I'm a big, big first week over guy. I don't care if the offensive guys are rusty. Dude, the defenses got holes in them, bro. They look like a pair of Swiss cheese packets sitting out there in Giant when I'm buying some lunch meat on Sunday. Like, I'm fired up. I'm ready to bet the over and probably lose a lot of money. But you know what? We're here for a good time. It is what it is. Yeah, let's move on quickly to uh, a game that involves the um, – and I'm sorry. I, I messed that up. The Bills did not lose in the AFC Championship game. They lost in the game before to the Chiefs. Um, but still, people, again, think that... A better game than the yeah, AFC Championship. Well, one, a better game, but I do believe if the Bills won that game, they would have beaten the Bengals and beaten the Rams. But going to the uh, loser of the Super Bowl, Bengals-Stillers, uh, more to come later because that may or may not include someone's lock of the week. Ooh, lock of the weeks are back. Lock of the week. Lock um, of the week. So Steelers at the Bengals. Steelers are big underdogs. Bengals... 
Um, Super Bowl hangover. People talk about it for the loser. Maybe not. Um, I think the Steelers are going to be better than people think. I think Trubisky is a better quarterback than people give him credit for. He was in a terrible, terrible organization with the Chicago Bears and a terrible head coach and offensive system. I think Mitch Trubisky had a new offensive system every year he was in the league. Um, so I think I truly believe he's a lot better than he is. He's still a mobile guy. He can get out of the pocket and do his thing. Um, you know, maybe not the, the most accurate, um, especially downfield, but he's still mobile. He can still move around and make things happen. And that Steelers defense is going to be really good. Uh, fully healthy. They're all back. Um, so yeah, that's what I think. Any thoughts on this game, guys, before we move on? Yeah, I, uh, I got a pee on my hat for Pittsburgh today because of Mac Miller. So I'm, I'm all in. Right. We're fired up four years today. We got the pee on the hat, but that does not influence my opinion with Franklin the Steelers. Mitch Trubisky was not one of those guys you saw as being a laughingstock of the league, even though the other 52 men or however many it is on the roster, they were. Like, Mitch Trubisky, he held it together. He didn't look like a joke out there, and a lot of people are asleep. All I'm saying, I stocked up on Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool in my leagues for a reason. They're not starters on my fantasy teams during the bench, but you know what? If Mitch can do some of the things he did in Chicago with some actual support, there's, there's going to be points going up. He has a talented team, even with Pat at tight end. Like, that team can make stuff happen, but everybody wants to jump on. Nicky Q, anything before we move on, or you're good? I don't have much, man. I feel like the Steelers are going to keep it close, but I, I don't think they're going to win. Big change is too many changes for the team. So there you um, go. If they adjust for a couple weeks, I feel like you know week four or five they might do really well. All right, moving on to uh, uh, the four o'clock slate. Another game we wanted to highlight. Ooh, excuse me. This uh, this verse is coming back <clears throat> to haunt my bowels right now. And there's another one. I'm going to finish this one right now. Um, Someone announce this next game. Someone else. What are we? Uh, Chiefs, Car- Raiders, Chargers. Mm-hmm. Raiders versus Chargers. I don't really know. I don't. I don't watch those teams too much. So I'm going to have either a <laughs> sad roommate or there's going to be a happy fraternity in Las Vegas because Devontae Adams and Derek Carr have almost died together. So the boys are ready to win together. Oh my god, you saw that story? They yeah. were like white water rafting. Yeah, I was like, I was scrolling through Twitter and I was like, what the hell? They almost Bro. died, dude. Seeing two Derek Carr and Devontae like Adams almost die makes me never want to go outside again. Like, if those men were just out doing something fun and met a circumstance they almost couldn't get through at that size, weight, and 40 time, why are we going outside? See, I don't know about that, man. They kind of sound like a bunch of pussies, bro. You draft any of them? No, I didn't. (laughs) I don't think a river can take me out. I'm one with the river. Yeah, My man is the water. I am the water. Flow through me, flow with me. No, but this is going to be great. I think the most exciting division, obviously, in all of the NFL is going to be the AFC West. Shout out Tyler for living in it. I mean, we're just, as fans, we're expecting shootouts. Every single divisional matchup. This That's what we're expecting. That's what we want. Um, this game, hopefully, is through the roof again. Uh, very, very interesting division to keep a watch on. Even if you don't have, you know, a dog in the fight. I do, though. I'm a big Justin Herbert fan because he should have been a giant. I'll hold that to the day I die. Stud. Oh, should have been a giant. He stayed at Oregon one year later. Okay, but I do like Justin Herbert a lot, and I've been on the Chargers for a while. Um, I placed futures on them last year, and obviously none of them came through. But, again, I'm riding the Justin Herbert MVP bandwagon. I'm on the Chargers Super Bowl. I'm all over those futures. Um, so I'm very interested in this game. What uh, What do we got going on here? Raiders plus three. Yeah. 
spreads three points, another 52 point over under. You gotta, um, I, I gotta, I gotta, I'm with you, Frank, on the Chargers. I mean, I grew up like my favorite player was Ladanian Tomlinson. I had three different Sean Merriman jerseys. I was one of those kids that like had my team, but you know, I liked, I idolized players. I didn't know if I was gonna be a football player at the time. Who knew I was gonna pick up the six string and start strumming? Like, I thought I could be a linebacker until my metabolism kicked in. But like, the Chargers, dude, who can't vote for them for a Super Bowl dub? Who doesn't want to see that? And yeah. that division, like you said, how lucky are you to live in that cable zone where those are the auto games every week? Yeah, I mean, awesome, awesome stuff. Um, so, yeah, I, I hope the the Chargers win that game. Um, I don't know, though. I feel like uh, I feel like the Raiders got some juice, maybe. Derek Carr still Derek Carr, but, you know, they changed, obviously, a head coach, new front office, bringing in new players. Devontae Adams getting him was huge. Even though he already had that connection with Derek Carr, so that probably helped. Um, so we'll see, man. The Raiders have a good roster, but so are the Chargers, one of the best rosters in football. Uh, moving on again to another team in the AFC West, but they are playing a team in the NFC West. So it's going to be Chiefs Cardinals. Um, it's going to be played in Glendale, Arizona. Over under, we went up a little bit, 53 and a half. Six-point spread, though. The Cardinals are six-point underdogs. I feel yeah. like that's a little too big. I honestly like the Cardinals in this situation. I feel like their offensive weapons are very put in place. I feel like the Chiefs lost a lot of their uh, like offensive prowess with it. I mean, Patty Mahomes it will always be Patty Mahomes. Um, I drafted Juju in both of my leagues because I feel like he's going to be one of the biggest sleepers out there with uh, Tyreek Hill gone. But the Chiefs' defense has kind of slowly chipped away the past couple years since they uh, won their Super Bowl. Um, so I don't know. I feel like that that will be like that really weird upset week one. Obviously, the Chiefs will come out and, and come out on top. Uh, when the season ends, but I feel like this is the Cardinals' like opener, like get real hype, and then the Cardinals will just die later in the season. No big deal. Yeah, I uh, I'm rooting. I mean, I agree. Uh, in some some senses, I agree. Uh, I'm rooting kind of somewhat biased with the Cardinals because I'm a first time James Conner roster guy. Ooh, okay. Yeah, and I don't really know how I feel about this yet because his points come in bunches, they come in seconds because half the time his legs aren't working, but. You know, the the Chiefs, like all dynasties other than the Patriots, everything's got to come down. Um, I still drafted heavy on them this year. I, I think they're going to be a good team, but uh, the Cardinals are one of those flashy. They're flashy. I mean, they don't have D-Hop in the first week and a handful of others, which makes me a little nervous, but I feel like Hollywood could be one of those guys to step up as long as he fixes those uh, those bricks that made Jared lose a third of his hair last season. Yeah, I mean, he he's good with the deep ball. He's just his hands got to get a little better. But you know, I do I would rather have Lamar Jackson over Kyler Murray, but I do think Kyler Murray's just a better passer of the football than Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson. I think that's like, you know, <clears throat> nothing too crazy to say. Okay, though, moving on. Sunday Night Football, another great match. You know what? Again, shout out to Jim we- Bob. Shout out to the NFL schedule makers because we're ending Sunday with Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Dallas Cowboys. What a, what a great week one, dude. Oh, my this, God. This, all these games in, are fire. In Arlington, Texas. In Arlington, Texas. The Cowboys uh, doing their thing. Uh, over under set at 50 and a half. Tampa Bay is a two and a half point favorite. 
What are your guys' thoughts? I mean, big, obviously big expectations for the Cowboys every year, right? They're America's team. They do what they do. Uh, we'll see what happens, but Tampa Bay, Brady coming back from his little absence, you know, was it, does he really have just shit going on or was he not too happy with, you know, some of the things with the Bucks organization? Um, who knows? What, what do you guys think about this game? I really don't know. Um, most of the time I'd say like Brady all the way, but Brady's been just acting weird, man. Shows up to uh, preseason practices and games uh, very late uh, at the end of it. Shows up with some plastic surgery. I don't know if you guys saw that, but his cheekbones. He looks like the Green Goblin. His, his cheekbones looking wild lately. He did look um, crazy. Like, yeah. he did get, I mean, I'm not going to insinuate. Or I'm not gonna, you know, but he did look like he got some so, work done. So I, <laughs> Giselle was like, "Yo, you got to keep up." I love, uh, I love Brady, man. He, I think he's the best player to ever play this sport, and we won't see another one like him for another twenty years. But when you start acting a little different off the field, and it looks like your uh, home life is a little up in ends, you know. I hope everything works out for him. I don't know if your decisions on the field are going to make it. So honestly, I think the Cowboys <laughs> might take this one as much as I hate Ew. them, dude. Look, last time I saw Dak Prescott, his body was facing north and his ankles facing south. I'm just being real. They're a great fantasy team, but I also saw a post the other day on Facebook, and everything you see on Facebook is true. And it said the Cowboys got eliminated from the playoffs. <laughs> so I, guess, <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> so guess what, dude? I'm taking bucks and whatever line they give me because I am a man who would rather lose $100 out of my pocket over see the Cowboys win. And that's just I, something I'll die on. I, I feel you. I want the Bucks to win. I'm not going to touch that game in all honesty. But, like, I don't know, man. It makes me weird. Makes me yeah. weird. Great way to end Sunday, though. And then we have Monday Night Football, another banger. The Denver Broncos. Ugh. The Denver Broncos are visiting the Seattle Seahawks. Dangerous. Mr. <laughs> Unlimited. Let's ride. Let's ride. Himself. Let's ride. Russell Wilson is facing his former team, his team of 10 years in week one of the NFL season in Seattle. I mean, you can't ask for a better way to end week one. I really, Um, really think that the Broncos are going to sun the Seahawks, man. Drew Locke got beaten out by Geno Smith after that that trade. I mean, I think everyone knows Drew Locke sucks. Real quick, though, the spread right now, the consensus spread is around (laughs) six and a half points. So the Bron, or sorry, the Seahawks are getting six and a half points and the over-under is 44 and a half, which, dude, give me the over on that, right? I'm down with that. Oh my God. I have a lot of hopes for the Broncos this year. I feel like they're, uh, dude, I feel like the Broncos are going to win like 48 to fucking 14 or probably. I feel on a fantasy standpoint, all their players are going to perform because they, you got a real veteran back there. Um, just throwing it back. Amen. Look, so amen. Russell Wilson versus Geno Smith, Monday Night Football. Yeah, this let's is, ride. This is how let's ride. This is how my weekend's gonna go. Okay, we got a fire Thursday night slate. I'm gonna bet my net worth. Okay, and then on Sunday, I'm gonna take everything I have left after all those games, and I'm gonna bet every last penny. I'm gonna pull equity. I'm gonna bet even more. But you know what I'm gonna do Monday? I'm not betting that game. You know why? Because it's 2022, bro. And I'm not betting on a game where Geno Smith is a starter. You know why? Because if you win that fight, congratulations, man. Like, you beat Geno Smith. But if you lose that fight, 
That's a tough you way to wake up You lost a bet to Geno Smith, bro. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go heavy on Sunday, and I'm just going to sit back. I'm going to take in the week of NFL, and I'm just going to enjoy the catching up with the Kardashians drama that they put on a Monday night game with – Let's ride. Oh, I can't wait for all the Versus graphics. Versus where's my ride, Geno Smith, because I can't get a starting spot. <laughs> I can't wait for all the graphics. Like Eli said, all the drama that comes up. Everyone talking about it. I can't wait for all of that. But I will be betting the over on Monday <laughs> night because he can't not. that's just what it is. Uh, moving on. It's back. Me, 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 me. Locks of the week. <laughs> okay. So I have one. How am, I paying, I, how am I paying rent this week, Frank? Tell me. Yeah, I alluded to it earlier. Uh, I, I truly do believe uh, the Steelers are being overlooked because of the QB situation and the changing of the guard and, and offense and offensive coordinator and everything like that. So week one in the NFL season, divisional underdogs. So someone playing a divisional game and the underdog in that game is 62% against the spread. Okay? Ooh, stats. Divisional underdogs week one, 62% against the spread. So you know I'm going to ride with the Pittsburgh Steelers mm. plus six and a half. Shout out all my Yinzers, me and Mitch Trubisky. Let's fucking ride. Two rivers. Shout out Mac Miller. <laughs> Two brothers. Rick and Morty, 11 o'clock every Sunday. New season. Um... No free promos, Nick. What the fuck? <laughs> it is great, though. Uh, yeah, I, I should be hired as a... A promo guy. A promo guy, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck, man. I mean, I, I took Dallas over Bucks. I didn't take them, but shout them out. I'm going to take the Eagles minus four versus oh my Lions. God, dude. Because they just seem like a very solidified <gasps> bet. And I don't really like betting on week ones because I really want to see how the uh, off season changes and uh, you know changes in rosters take effect. But that's the one that really really stands out to me. I will preface that week two. I'm really liking the Jets versus the Browns, so uh, good value five and a half on the Jets there. So I'm gonna lock that in now and make it my next week one. But Eagles minus four versus the Lions for this week. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> Cowboys Eagles who is this guy? Uh I'm going to double down on Frank's statistic, right? So he gave us the divisional dog winner. I'm going to give you an overall dog winner last year in week 1. So last year in week 1, dogs were 12 and 4. On the profitable side, all the way back to 05. Dogs, let me repeat that. Dogs are overall profitable Week one, all the way back to 2005 as a whole, with a whopping record of 140, 125, and six. Six. Six ties. But with that being said, we're going Vikings plus one and a half. We're going Vikings plus one and a half, and we are, we're riding, you know what we're doing? We're following Smalls. We're on Team Smalls right now, right? Shout out Smalls, always running that content. All the daddy picks with Kirk Cousins and Jay Jetta. I'm riding Vikings plus one and a half week one. Dogs week one, 12 and four. Divisional dogs. Last year. Overall dogs, 12 and four last year. Vikings plus one and a half. Kirk Cousins, you like that? I will like that when that money hits my bank account. Oh, yeah, we're done. Um, 
So with that being said, thank you so very much for watching. I was too busy on Twitter. Uh, check us out on all socials at Lunch Beers Pod and then www.lunchbeerspodcast.com. We'll catch you ne- next week. Enjoy NFL. Get ready, boys. We're so back. <laughs>